0: Welcome back to the What The Fork Happened This Week podcast. There's been an awful lot happened in the world of football, as always, since we last spoke, um, but rather than kind of give you a little introduction on what has happened, we're just going to talk about it for an hour and hope that you stay with us. We've got a returning face, as always, the the new face of Sunderland, uh, Sunderland AFC TV, Jack Shields. How are you doing after your little joint away, mate? You all right? I'm, I'm all right. I'm very good. Yeah, yeah. I'm very happy. How, how's, how's everyone? Is everyone all right? You okay? Yeah, how, how's your best friend at Sunderland, SCFC Fan TV? How, <laughs> Don't, be like that, Don't be jealous, I'm not cheating on
1: anyone, just oh, trying yes. to offer me services, that's all. It sounds a bit prostitution, yes. that doesn't offer me services to people.
0: <laughs> no, I'm doing alright, I'm doing alright. Ian, how are you doing, are you alright mate?
2: Yeah, I'm just the same, you know, just you know, ploughing on like we have to.
0: Yes, indeed. And we've got a new guest to the show, a non-Sunderland fan, but it doesn't mean he's got... Um, any less of a miserable football type to follow we've got Scott Scott introduce yourself who are you where you're from what who's your mom who's your dad
3: how we doing <laughs> uh, you don't want to know that kind of stuff that's for sure because uh, my dad's a ranger supporter so we don't even want to go there I want to know oh, your yeah. dad more now uh, you, you, you'll want to know my dad but uh, no that's <laughs> it but uh, also I'm a, I'm a motherless supporter uh, I've been for 20 years uh, season ticket holder for 20 years and uh, I feel a wee bit connected to you guys. When I watched the uh, Sunderland till I die last year, when it was on, and uh, you know there was there was one bit where somebody just said, "Why is it always us?" You know, quarterfinals, absolutely hammering teams, and then getting beat one nil and not getting to the finals and stuff. So I feel we have a connection, like we're similar in that. So I've been going there for twenty years, home and away. Um that I was your uh, no, I started losing my hair when I was about seven. I think that was after <laughs> my third game. Uh, I started to go back. Uh, that was during the administration days, right enough. So that was that was worrying. Uh, and then when I come down uh, Gateshead are my team down south, so uh, started following them after Sunderland legend Simon Ramsden moved there uh, from Motherwell, and uh, just kind of picked them and, and stuck with them for the last five or six years. So uh, that's that's me really.
0: A few people. A lot of pain. You either like Gateshead or South Shield sometimes, don't you? Or you absolutely hate both of them and you're only like sun and That's kind of the Northeast in a in a nutshell. But on the Northeast teams, I think last time we spoke, we said Parky in or out. Parky's well gone. Um he's a he's a memory, a distant memory, disappeared into the, the ether. But uh Jack, we've returned to football. We're absolutely mint now, full on with the pomo and the 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 bomb area and all that kind of stuff. Um but how are you finding the the Lee Johnson era in the first week or whatever it's been. Superb. Just just give us that League One title now, Graham. You know what I mean? Why not just just give
1: us it? It's hundred and ten points is coming. No. Um, it's just nice to win a couple of games, isn't it? I thought, um a bit flat against Wigan. I mean, we can't really blame him for that. I think he'd to been, been in charge about forty-five minutes before the match, have not he? So I'm not gonna blame too much. But then since then, two away performances. Um got a ground-out victory against Oldham and then obviously Superb on Saturday, the best we've played in a long, long time, winning at Lincoln. Um, and I think everyone had it down as so it was going to be a tough game. It was going to be a tough, tight, nervous game. And here we are, what, 3-0 up inside half an hour, 35 minutes or whatever it was. It was, like, unbelievable. Um, I thought we played with a tempo. We moved the ball very, very quickly. That's been one of my criticisms of Sunderland under Ross and Parkinson's, just how slow we moved the ball. And I felt we were really quick. The temple was superb on Saturday. Um, I felt that we had lots of movement off the ball. Players going past players. Jack Diamond was running past players and beyond. Um, McFadden on the left-hand side. Create chances. Scored goals. It was absolutely superb, wasn't it? I mean, it
0: was all like... I love McFadden. I just... Ever since that first interview, when it was just like, oh, it's an F-A-Cup game, is it? Like, I've just loved him since then. I've always thought he'd look decent when he's played. And he's yeah. just... He looks just a bit daft and I kind of like that about him. He looks like a League One player. I think but I think a lot of the time with Denver Hume when he plays there, he gets himself into
1: good positions and his final ball too whereas I think hadn't scored already in the I know it was only a Peter Cup game, but I and mean, I think he produces that little bit of extra quality that Denver Hume might not have. But yeah, overall it looked excellent and it was just nice to see us attacking. You know what I mean? Not not kind of worrying about how to attack or worrying about how to get men forward. we getting players in the box or counted one of the goals, I think it was five or four or five Sunderland players that were in the box. And I think White ended up getting on the end of it. But that's how you play, isn't it? You know what I mean? You can't score goals and create chances without getting players into attacking positions. And I think it was just like you let the handbrake off a little bit and let the players play and we got a comfortable win. So it was absolutely excellent. But I'm trying to keep rational-headed. Everyone's saying, you know, win- winning things and, you know, it's going to be easy picking. It's not, let's be honest, Sunderland things are going to be difficult. It's going to be a slog. Um, but hopefully we keep it going Tuesday night and get another win. And-
0: to keep that momentum going, yeah, I'll come to you about um Lee Johnson. Like, I mm-hmm. don't know how I feel about Lee Johnson and his David Brentness. I love it when we're <laughs> winning, but I can see like if you start talking about Pomo and like what was it, bomb areas and bomb alley, bomb alley, the bomb alley. Like, yeah. <laughs> and what there's a, there's an area, what is it you call it? The area just outside the box, the area for individual brilliance. Why don't you just call that where Aiden McGeady plays? <laughs> yeah, I, I, what you mean, isn't it I, Well,
1: I like that. I, I know, I know. i comes across as a little bit cringy, and you know, it is a bit David. Brenner. I know what you mean, a little bit. Like, so but I, think, I think it shows it shows it creativity, you know. I'd rather have someone like that—that's a little bit weird, a little bit cringy—than someone like a Parkinson, who's like, mm, you know, after every interview, you know, sending you to sleep. You know, for uh, a fact, though, he's
0: going to be sitting there, like after he's, after that phone, I went on Monday, just calling the players in and going, Max, um, you know, what what inspires you? You know, who if you were to say that you had an inspiration and he's got oh, me wife, my kid, no, not your wife and your kids, you know, maybe like a work colleague or something like that, and eventually he's going to go, uh, you, Lee, okay. it's, just, it's just going to be basically the office in it. Um, but Ian, are you, are you bought in by the Lee Johnson? I don't know what you call it,
2: but it's a bit mad at I me, mean, yeah. yeah. I think I'll tell you what, prior to. Prior to actually, you know, him there sort of coming in and you know, we had all of all of the the, the the Gus business and we all thought that was a goer and we were all getting a bit hyped up for that one. I was buzzing um, for that. I was buzzing for the Buster return, like. But um the you know, Johnson wasn't a manager who was really on my radar as such as I didn't think he would come. So, yeah, haha, yeah. I thought, yeah, because you know, you know, the last four years in the the championship made you know Bristol, you know, better every season. Um, and I must have watched a few of the games. Good, good football inside. You know, you know, nice football. You know, nice to watch. Um, I thought, no, you'll have you know, you know, championship, the you know, job signed up. Sounds like you probably you know, dead. You I heard know, he had Derby of... apparently, didn't he? But no one's like confirmed yeah, and... that. Yeah, uh huh. you know, so Derby and somewhere else. Um, And I was just thinking, no, he's out of our reach. You know, Stuart Donald's not going to, you know, go for this guy at the moment. Um, So I just didn't think it was going to happen. So when he did actually happen, I was like, yeah, you know, good. You know, they're, they're a quality manager.
0: I feel like and... when he came in, everyone just kind of went, Oh, actually, that's not too bad. I didn't really think about that one, but, aye, uh, fair enough. Yeah.
2: Like, yeah. I just wanted really to... The... Like I said, yeah. You know, like, I didn't think about him because I really didn't think we would get him, you know, and that was the case with that. Now, as regards his, you know, David Brentisms and such like, so, <laughs> you know, he's, he's he's a young guy. You know, he's 39. He's a small he's guy. For what, I can't believe he's a
1: small guy. 5
2: is he
0: only
1: five
2: five? I think so. Five 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 six. And That's ridiculous. Yeah, but but four. Sorry, Lee. Um, you know, when I listen to managers and you know, you know, managers who have a bit about them, a bit of confidence and a bit of swagger, which he obviously does, nine times out of ten, that actually puts me off. I'm like, who's this arsehole? Yeah. So, you know. To be honest, and some of the best managers likes a clock. He winds me up. I'm like, who's this prick? You know, and lots of other managers are like that. Okay. But but that's exactly the kind of personality our club needs. You know, so we think of who's worked well in the the past. Reed, you know, a big character, you know, confident, you know, keen, he was the same, you know, poye you know very much. You know Mick Mack. You know they—they're a confident guy. he's a bit more, Yeah, you know. But so you know Johnson in a way comes over like that. It's like someone who who you would watch post-match, watch watch them managing someone else, and listen to their you know press and their conferences and think. No, I don't really like you. You're a bit of an asshole. But if he's at my club, you know what? He's my arsehole and I'll get right behind him. <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> that got, sounds awful. He's got the he's got the
0: Chris <laughs> he's got the Chris Maguireism about him. I'd hate to play against Chris Maguire, Um but like you love him when he's he's ours. It's kind of like the Joy Barton thing, isn't it? Joy Barton's a right arsehole, but if he was yours, actually, yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually I'm gonna go, no, I never want Joy Barton anyway. I would hate Joy Barton to be anywhere near my football club if I'm honest. But um, you get where I'm coming from. Yeah,
2: but, but you know, yeah. You know, I'm thinking the likes of say this sort of Pearson. Now, Pearson comes over like like a prick. Yeah, <laughs> he he comes across as the biggest prick. I mean, I mean Pearson. The press their conference you know the, the, uh, you know, the, uh, the what was it? The the ostrich. Yeah. You are an ostrich. Uh-huh. You know, but you would love it if he was <laughs> if he was in the charge of your club. You know, you'd love a bloke like that. Well, I had Aaron
0: McLean on the show, right? Like a couple of months ago and he'd played under Parkinson and he played under Pearson and I thought, well, I'll ask him about both. And I was like, I bet you he like loves party but like he just hated Pearson. And he was the opposite. He was like, oh, I don't want to be harsh on Phil Parkinson but I didn't get on with him, not my kind of manager and so on and so forth. But like, he loved Pearson. He's like, I know people think he's weird. not. he's like, but you love him? Like, he's like, a player, you just love him. He's just mad. Like, but you get get behind him. Do you remember who was it that he had on? Was it MacArthur that he was strangling on the floor? Just wouldn't let him up, though. That was the weird thing that like he kept <laughs> him on for like five seconds, like proper awkward, wasn't it? Oh, that's a, a, yeah, it should have been Pearson. Like, I'm sick of Lee Johnson already. Sack him. Um, Johnson out. Johnson <laughs> out. Um, so, as we've been doing the past few weeks, we're doing the, performance of the week, so on and so forth. And we'll, we'll pick something here. But as Scott's the newbie, I'm going to get let Scott go first. I said I was going to go with Jack first, but I'm lying. I'm going to go with Scott first. Um, it wasn't Motherwell, but what was your performance of the week?
3: So uh, you'll soon find out that I'm, I'm very defensive and protective and like to promote Scottish football as much as I can. So mm-hmm. uh, obviously, as you say, it wasn't the Um, If I can get one performance of the week for Motherwell in the next year, I'll be happy. Um, but I've went with another of my local teams, and they play in League Two, and it's Albion Rovers, and uh, they were bottom of the league. Uh, they had the two games postponed because some like 19 of their players at one point had COVID. The full squad it went right ravaged right through them. Uh, Saturday there they played Elgin, who are second in the league at home. Coat Bridge, they went one down after 10 minutes, rode back 1 3 1 and played for about 45 50 minutes with 10 men. So, I'm going to give them a performance of the week. Um, I just I would have liked to have been there to see it because they won even fewer games than what Motherwell will win. I think I feel like I've been at Elgin, I might have been to Annan. Where's Elgin again? Elgin's up, Annan's down.
0: I have been at Elgin. Is it like I went to? Great
3: right like I uh, like up past Inverness and other side, but up that no, way uh, past Inverness. Elgin's other side, up, no, other, <laughs> side <laughs> other side the Inverness
2: fight. fight. North, of <laughs> Aberdeen. North, of Aberdeen, <laughs> north of Aberdeen, south of Inverness.
3: <laughs> See I uh, as I said other side, uh, I'm pointing the other way, I'm in a mirror. Just in case anyone wanted to visit it.
0: Don't ask either of them, because none of them <laughs> no, can agree know, on this. I
3: do,
2: no, I think that Elgin. I know where it is. <laughs> That's all right. No, you can take me in. I'm
3: sure no, they had a, had a really good 30. fish and
0: chip shop. I'm sure they had a really good fish and chip shop, but a bus only went there. I had to get three buses to get this place called Gardens Town, which is, it doesn't have Wi-Fi. It's that far north. Um, but they had a really good fish and chip shop, but it took us like an hour and a half on the bus to get there. And you know when you're halfway there on a bus, you just think it better be worth it? But it was. The tomato sauce, I remember, was really good. I don't know why I'm telling you this. Jack you oh, yeah, performance yeah. of the week. You're making it sound a bit like Game of Thrones. <laughs> it is. It's got dolphins in it. Dolphins. Like we went to the North. Is, it, the is, north. It, <laughs> is the is the dolphins on Game of Thrones? I've never seen it. Because they had dolphins. No. I've just never no, seen it. I'm still watching Buffy. <laughs> uh <that thing laughs> yes. the Buffy, the Buffy here. Um, Jack, what was your performance of the week?
1: I'd like to say Sunderland, you know, but we've already touched on Sunderland. I mean, winning four 0 away from home, excellent. You know, what more can you say? But in terms of the Premier League, bit of a boring one. But I, I thought Fulham did well yesterday when they played Liverpool. Nobody really gave Fulham a chance. Everyone was saying our three and four nil. Um, I don't know if you used to do the fantasy football, but I put more Salah as my captain. I thought Salah's bound to get a couple, and he got the penalty. But really, I thought Fulham played really, really well. That you know, there's lots of better teams would get turned over by Liverpool. And, Fulham down there scrapping for points. I thought it was a good point for them to get. And I would also say well done to Burnley as well. Um, Burnley beating Arsenal. I know Arsenal aren't the same, but I thought just Sheely for the meltdowns on Arsenal fan TV, Class it's enough. just fantastic at the minute to see Arsenal losing. Just I think it's just funny, isn't it? So yeah, I would say one of those.
0: Yeah, I, I'm gonna before I'm gonna jump in before Ian. My performance of the week is Matt Hancock on <laughs> um, what was it? Great Good Morning Britain. That is. <laughs> The worst fake cry I've ever seen. Like, it was horrendous. He was laughing,
1: wasn't he? Didn't it, to me, it looked like he was laughing a bit. He was
0: like... Um, Ian, who's your performance of the week?
2: <laughs>
0: um, Hancock's a mag, isn't he? Uh, of course. <laughs> of course he's a mag. He's the most obvious-looking mag I've ever seen in my life but the, the sheer fact that <laughs> you would like to... Flick him in the
2: nose. I'd like to do <laughs> that. I don't promote violence, but I would flick him in the nose. <laughs> There um, for me, performance of the week, I'm going to the championship. Uh, it's not a team because this isn't the team I would um, really single out for anything, really. Um, however, I'm going to go for our our old favourite. And I think this one sort of resonates because we're all actually really pleased to see him doing well. And that is Duncan Watmore. Yeah, You know, goes over there the weekend. Um, you know, he seems to be... You know, firing. He's looking really lively. He Doesn't look anything like the the player that we had for half of the time. Of course, and, um, of course. But you know what? He is a nice lad, and he's under a manager I I really really like. Um, in fact, Neil Warnock had a a radical. I can I can't sort of give it back too sort of closely, but but he basically said, "Oh, you know." You know, something like, uh, you know, Duncan's, you know, Duncan's at a great club. He's working under a great manager. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, go on, there you'll big yourself up as well when you're, you know, you know talking about him. So, uh, no, just really, really pleased to see him, you know, actually being fit, you know, playing and they're scoring goals. So, yeah. And it was nice to did yeah. you see that he
0: donated 500 quid to the the Roka report. <laughs> um,
2: him, well, him yeah, and his dad
0: yeah i don't think they wanted Uh i could be i could be wrong with this because obviously i don't know directly but i'm sure they didn't really want them anyone to know they donated that either i think it was like an offline donation i think it was just Uh because it was such a nice gesture i think the lads let them know but that's class and if anyone's listening obviously donate to that if you can i think they've just hit like 14 grand or something like that which is is nuts um i'm the tightest man on the planet and if i can chuck a tenner in so can you um (laughs) what we're on to now hero of the week uh, I will say hero of the week If I'm wrong, I'm wrong Sorry listeners Sorry um, Scott, who's your hero of the week?
3: Uh, I like to keep my eyes on I say Scottish players generally But particularly my low players Who go down south So my hero of the week is Ryan Bowman second, second half trick in a week? Second half like trick that. in a week Second half trick in his career Within I think it was nine days Or something like that uh, I've seen the goals And you know Three cracking goals, just exactly what we are missing just now. So, um, seen him playing last year against Carlisle. Uh, we came down and we seen him, and uh, just buzzing to see him doing really well. And hoping that Exeter can can get up. I don't really have any you know particular like Exeter, but I'd like to see him getting up and test himself up in uh, League One. But no, against Sunderland, obviously that would they would lose. he will be in the Championship me. by then anyway, so it's fine.
0: Because Exeter played plain red and white, but played St. James's Park, like James's
3: eye. Yeah.
0: Where do you get off?
2: Where do you get no, off, Exeter? No, no. Exeter? Exeter play at St James Park. That's too close. It's far too <laughs> close. It
0: sounds too much like to sports direct arena for my liking, if I'm completely honest with you. But then, um, the red
3: and white is very Hamilton Aki, so I'm more Sunderland when they're playing in the away shirt. that's fine, but you know I'm going to be coming down when the lockdown's lifted, but I'm saying now, I'll not be able to buy a scarf, because I couldn't, I just couldn't, red and a, white. But apparently,
0: there's been a, there's been a, um, I can't think of the word, which is just brilliant when you recorded, um, there's been a variation of COVID, so will lockdown ever officially end? Apparently, we're safe. Apparently, it's all right. My girlfriend's a it. she said we're well, all right. But did anyone crap themselves when they heard that today? I thought it was going to be like a a monster variation of it, like a where everyone becomes zombies and then shit really hit the fan. Yeah. But then then Matt Hancock said it. Nah, it'll be all right. And then I doubted it. Yeah. Then I doubted it. <laughs> and I was like, Is it going to be
2: all right? If he, um, Graham, yeah, I'm going to just. Just to say on that point, if it does turn out to be the zombie, uh, there can we still concepts. can we still do the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Me and you have watched that many zombie films. We'll be all right. We know we'll what to do. So we'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be absolutely
0: fine. Like if anyone's listening and wonders what to do, um, and this has been listened to in the future of a zombie apocalypse, don't get a gun. Like bullets run out, get a melee weapon. Any idiot knows that a melee weapon like a baseball bat which many people will know um you can just plow in you can just plow in um and you'll be fine if you've got a gun you lose after a while yes from long distance it's all right um barricade yourself in a pub as well showing the dead is, is factually quite accurate because you can go in the middle and have a pint but you can also go upstairs you can go downstairs you'd be safe you'd be absolutely fine and um, there's a couple of good books on it as well by max brooks so if you are wondering if there's going to be a zombie apocalypse and you want to get ahead of the game or if we're in a zombie apocalypse and you are listening to this via the medium of, I don't know, a broken radio where you're trying to get signal and somehow you've got a recorded podcast that you can only get on YouTube and Spotify, um, Podbean, and also Apple Podcasts. And you can also subscribe there as well. Um, that's how you would survive a zombie apocalypse, lads. Um, and, and lasses. Um, Hero of the week, I think, is where we're at. Um my hero of the week is gonna be Neil Lennon for keeping in a, for staying in a job. Fair play to him because he has literally took more shit than any man that I've ever known on the planet. I mean, like, and he stayed in the job and he's got two wins in a week. Which as a Rangers fan doesn't make me necessarily happy, but I think we'll
1: win against Lille as well. I didn't I didn't expect Celtic to win there. Um,
0: so, is he yeah. your is he your hero of the week, Jack?
1: He's not. No, he isn't. Someone with slightly <laughs> meanings. I don't. I don't think particularly he's doing that great of a job. Um, my hero of the week, so, Sorry to get political again. My hero of the week would be those that kind of flagged up the slightly well, not slightly the, the racist comment by the PSG official. Who the official oh, yeah. in the PSG game, which I know. Um, might seem like kind of oh, why are you bringing up Black Lives Matter and everything? It's meant to be a lighthearted podcast, but I think it is important that things like that do. Get up because, yeah. Um, it's it's too often, it's too easy just to argue against that type of thing. Oh, it's got nothing to do with football. Well, you could say a lot of things don't have anything to do with football. Do you know what I mean? Like respecting the respecting the the poppies and things like that in the army, and the, you know what I mean. That that's part of football, but it's not really anything directly to do with football. And if you only stuck to football and you didn't let football influence things and you know, you're not really using it because it can be such a powerful tool. You know what I mean? Football can be used to set the precedent for society. So, sorry to get all political, but I thought it was important that the flag that up and people, you know, and I like how Denver Bar, who, even though he was on the different team to the PSG player, he still went over and was like, you know, try to explain in rationale to the, to the person why he said what he said and why it was wrong. So, I thought anyone that takes a stand against that, particularly that incident, I thought, was good. So, I don't
2: know really classes them as a hero, but yeah, I like that.
0: Yeah. Ian, who's your, who's your hero of the week?
2: Um, well yeah, on a on a similar note, uh to sort of Jack's, I'm gonna uh, say um and I think I've got this right, is it Isaiah Chair who plays for QPR? Oh, with it when he when he scored, aye, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so he took the knee in front of the Millwall fans who had just booed him. Well, or, or had booed um, you know, the 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 taking of their the knee. So uh yeah, yeah, I good like on that. him. I was yeah, a big fan of that. I love that,
0: yeah. Thought it was the right thing to do. Most importantly, um, I thought it sent a really, really good message. Um, it was powerful in itself at the same time. Uh, villain of the week. There's, there's many we could choose from. None of them from Sunderland this week, which is a bit mad. Um Scott, who's your who's your bastard of the week?
3: Uh, my villain's not a person. It's whoever provides the stream for the Marvel games. <laughs> uh, and I've the reason for this. that is because the first eight weeks of the season. They were absolutely rotten, buffering every five minutes, you know, missing goals, missing all the good action. The last two games when we've been absolutely stinking, it's not buffered once. So, you know, (laughs) I'm not having that. So, (laughs) they're my (laughs) villain. I was desperate for it to buffer on Saturday there, uh, just for 10 minutes. So, that would be an excuse to, you know, put a Christmas film or put ending on, which wasn't watching Mullerville. But no, so they're my villains for actually getting it right when we were rotten.
0: What's been happening with it? Because I read about the streams and there's been a couple of people kicking right off yeah. about the streams. It's like, it, it just, I knew what was going to happen. Like, I mean, the best thing that's happened with streams has been, was it, was it Inverness Cali? Where it like followed yeah. the linesman because he was bald, <laughs> yeah. and that will forever be funny. But it did make me think. There's been loads of like mishaps with Scottish streams <laughs> for some reason. So the bad ones of Motherwell, because I've seen them. Because there's a few people who follow us from Motherwell and stuff like that. Did you get refunds for it, or was it just like a, an apology and a pat on the head?
3: Uh, well, we. I don't. I'm not sure. What, I bought a season ticket this year. So oh, we got right. the, the pass as part of the season ticket. Um, But certainly, I think the folk that were paying 12 quid, I didn't see any refunds or anything coming, coming their way. Uh, I think it was just basically deal with it and we'll try and fix it, which, as I say, they, they have now done, but that's not necessarily a good thing.
0: <laughs> with 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 Motherwell, actually, whilst I'm on it, like what's going to happen with them at the minute? Because obviously, finishing third last season and then things have gone... Things have gone a bit south. we have a few Motherwell listeners, so let's get tucked into Motherwell for a second whilst we're here.
3: I uh, will. I mean, well, we've, it's been a strange season. Obviously, it's been a strange season for everybody, but we started quite poorly, lost the first couple of games, and then we went and we bit of a run, and then we had the St Mirren game, or the Kilmarnock game was postponed uh, due to Kilmarnock players having COVID, and then we had another couple of games, and then the St Mirren game, so we've not really had a chance to to go on a run, um, but that said, we're, we're, we've been not great. but We're sitting fifth. Uh, so the SPL or SPFL gave us they awarded us the six points for the Kelly and the St. Merlin games because they admitted to breaching the the COVID protocols. So you know I think we're something like thirteen or fourteen points clear of the of the bottom, which really for us is what we look for. We don't look to see who's up there. We look to see who's kind of down below. Us. So. You know, we're sitting fifth. Um, I've got Rangers at ibrooks this weekend, so I'm just not even going to look. That's going to be carnage because we're we're shitting goals or losing players to injury. So if we can get that out of the way and then get through the, the, the busy festive period, then if we can go into New Year in the top six, then it could be possibly some of the worst performances I've seen for many years, but still in the top six. So don't know what that says about the rest of the league right enough.
0: I want to see... Um, I want to see... Motherwell ladies the other day but it was 9 nil against yeah mm-hmm. but to be fair one's part time one's like heavily full time so I suppose that's that's a little bit of an uneven playing field in ways I guess but um, I can't remember where I was going there I think am I with you next Jack what were we at Villain of the Week
1: yeah um Struggling for this one, really. I mean, can I can I just say someone like Boris Johnson for his absolutely Absolutely horrendously handled. I know you wanted probably football answer, Graham, but for his horrendously handled COVID. There he goes, and and the fact that um you know we were told this Brexit deal would be the best and easiest deal to do ever, and we're what we're four and a half years down the line, and we haven't you know haven't sorted anything out yet, and just a bit of a worry that with Nissan and everything in our area in the North East. I'm not saying not going to be one of these that's like, well, Nissan's going to shut down, the world's going to end. But I do think it's a little bit of a worry if we yeah. can't get something in place in terms of the tariffs and things like that that you know, we're going to be using because it is a, it is a huge employer in the North East. So, yeah, just, I mean, you could say Boris Johnson for a different thing every week, couldn't use as of well the week, but yeah. The fact I am that
0: finding making- it quite funny, though. And I don't know if I should find it funny. I don't know if this is good or bad. That is, we're kicking off about the fish.
3: Yeah, get
0: your, it's just like, get
1: your own fish it's like yeah it's just that whole argument that like if if a fish is in that part of the water it's our fish but if a person's in that part of the water you know it's not our person you know you, you need to go back to another fish you with know little flags exactly it's, it's, it's just the idea that idea the fish like stands proud and sings god save the queen every time england <laughs> yeah. play and you know watches the royal weddings and stuff with its like fins <laughs> out like head in the air you know what i mean like how can, a fin be, how can a fish be British? You
3: know what I mean. It's just how can a fish be British? That's something to ponder. How can a fish be British? Uh, how can be chips?
0: That's it. <laughs> well, that that is true. That's it's exactly how you make it British. <laughs> oh god. Um, that's who's who's your villain every weekend? The British fish. Um,
2: the British fish. Yeah. Um, okay, trying to steal it back. The football, I think, but. Um, <laughs> um, Actually, as a counterpoint to my hero, um, I am going to say the villain's got to be um, they're the Millwall fans that, that they're booed, yeah. Um, but also the reaction there to it as well about folk just do not get why why people are actually there taking the knee, um, and I'm fed up with seeing yeah. you know, racism everywhere uh
0: so yeah, listen before you speak in a lot of cases i think isn't
2: it i think as well that uh, you know it's about you know and it's really difficult us as us as white sort of people but we don't we don't know what it's like we do not know no of course you don't. um yeah and so yeah, we do need to take a bit more thought before we open our mouths and such like. And um, but yeah, the Millwall fans. I mean, <laughs> but then if someone was going to do it, it was going to be them. So, <laughs> what, what did you, What did you make of the fact that? Because
0: um, I found it a bit odd that the game after, like they clapped and stuff like that, and, and fair enough, and and obviously the chairman and the some of the players were absolutely outraged um, and understandably so. Um, but then I think it was the chairman, and I'm sorry if I'm wrong with this, but I'm pretty sure it was within the statement, said something about they always, people always want Millwall to fail. What do you think about that? Like, I didn't think it had anything to do with it, did it?
2: No, that's just trying to shift the, the argument. That's the thing. It's, um, you know, the, their sort of deflections sort or of tactics.
0: Yeah, uh, and I'm friends with a few Millwall fans from when I was young. Me, me, best, um, my dad's best man was Millwall through and through, and him and his brother and I went to a, a few, um, like I went down to London to see England a few times when I was young and we'd go together to watch England games, and they were the soundest people on the planet, like literally no, none of that in them whatsoever. And I've, I've got to say, like, they the were like really good people to have in my life when I was really young. But then you see that kind of thing, and you just, ah, I don't know. But I, I thought it was not. Maybe the best thing for them to say that everyone just wants to see Millwall fail. Not not that, maybe. Maybe people would want to see them get beat because of other reasons. I don't know, like Charlton, for example, obviously don't like them, but I don't think that really had anything to do with that. I think people didn't want to see Millwall fail. They just wanted to see that not happening because it's kind of unsavoury to see and the majority of the football world didn't like to see it. So if there's a couple of people that think it's fine, Maybe have a look at the bigger picture and ask yourself first: Am I wrong with that? Like, is my opinion wrong? Because it's, it's like, it's like when you go to work and everyone says, everyone says you're doing a bad job, or eighty percent of people say you're doing a bad job, and you say, "Well, I'm not." You should probably listen to the eighty percent of people and go, "Well, hang on, am I? Am I? Is it me? Am I the common denominator here?" Or and then you know, in some cases, you're not. But I think it's maybe the mature way to look at it is. And I mean, I don't know where I'm to speak, but maybe look at the if a lot of people are saying something's wrong, like a lot of people, and there's maybe 20% that are agreeing with you, just look at that 80% and just think, right, why does that 80% think I'm wrong? Could I maybe listen a bit more? Could I maybe understand a little bit more? Could I maybe empathize a little bit more rather than sitting on this belief system that I have um, and maybe change it? And you might not, but you might, I don't know. Um, on, on on the more fun topics, um, I wish we would just talk about Lee Johnson now. Um, no, no, actually, it's an important thing to speak about. But um, moment of the week, uh, I'll come to you, Scott. What was your moment of the week?
3: Uh, I think, for me, I'm quite disappointed because normally Scottish football has something every single week. But this week, I've I've looked and I can't see anything. So I'm going to go with, uh, I don't know if any of you guys have seen it, it was it was Roy Keane after the Manchester Derby going mental because... Uh, John Stones and Harry Maguire were having a wee cuddle <laughs> in the park and a wee chat and he's gone mental you know that's a derby it should be down that tunnel a quick hand shaking down the tunnel and uh, you know I, it just it made me it make me laugh because that's obviously like a massive derby and seeing the kind of derbies that, that you guys have as well and then I think to to our local derby with Hamilton and the last one or one of the last ones there was the game finished and Peter Hartley ran the full length of the park to, to clatter Dougie Emory, who was the Aki's captain, and I think, you know, that's what derbies are about. None of this shaking hands and cuddles, and oh, we, it was nil-nil. We're both quite happy with that, so you know, Roy <coughs> Keane, in typical Roy Keane fashion, was my moment of the week.
0: I love Roy. Like, I know he can sometimes become a, bit, he's become a bit of a parody of himself, but like, his standards have just never dropped, and the thing is, like, not many people have had him as manager, and obviously, me Ian and Jack have mm-hmm. and when when a manager has that standard it does impact on the players doesn't it like he just doesn't he didn't stand for any of it did he like when he was at Sunderland and like when I think when Sunderland fans watch him we get a it's flicker of, doing, oh, yeah yeah it is like and uh, I'm, I'm probably I'm probably asking for a little bit of a bin fire here but um, Jack should derbies end in cuddles should we all just be nice to each other and Definitely
1: not. I mean, no, nobody, nobody's saying that Monday to Sunday and Monday to Friday you can't go up to these people and work, work with each other, and no one's saying you can't have a bit of friendly banter and things like that. But when you when you're playing that eight minutes on a Saturday or a Sunday, whenever the derby game is, you want to win. You know what I mean? You should be going out. You know, no hugging each other, most chat, no chatting. I don't. I don't even like chatting. Do you know what? Jermaine Defoe scored that top pass goal against Newcastle and Tim Cole was going down the dugout with the arm around him. I just thought, I mean, I wasn't... Well, I thought that was be the way around. If it was our keeper celebrating the Newcastle player, put more in the top corner, he would have been lynched. Do you know what I mean? And that's... Yeah. I appreciate sometimes football can go over the top, but that's what makes football so good. You want a bit of needle, you want a bit of intensity, you want a bit of rivalry, don't you? It gets you up. I don't know about other other, other supporters, but as a Sunderland fan, when we were in the Premier League, the first thing that you would look for would be the Newcastle pictures. When, when have we got the Mags away? When have we got them home? That's what would be me. I mean, it doesn't matter about Man United, Liverpool, Arsenal, Man City, however. It would be when we are playing Newcastle and that, that was the games you look forward to. It's the games that get you going. And I think it's part of this nice, nice culture now. It's social media football, isn't it? Where all the All the players are mates with each other. They all, you know, like each other on Instagram and they go out for meals with each other and then, What, what would like someone like Brian Clough have made of that? That's what I want to know. What would Brian Clough make
0: of that? Oh, heads would roll, wouldn't it? But you know when you go back to like Gary Neville, right? He didn't retire that long ago. Yes, he probably 10 years or something, but not that long ago. Do you remember when Schmeichler went to Man City and Schmeichel went to shake his hand? Now, we played next to Peter Schmeichler for about uh, 10 years and he was like, what are you doing? Like, Gary Neville looked at him uh, with such disdain and I was like... That's class. Look at Roy Keane where mm-hmm. Vieira kicking off in the tunnel before the game had even kicked off. Now it's mm-hmm. kind of like there's a mutual respect there. I don't think you need to go out your way to have it. I suppose it's changed in that way, but I'd, I'd not be happy if like Lee Catamull had cuddled Jack Corbett rather than like snapping him off. Like I don't want to see anyone get a bad injury, yeah. but I mean, obviously I'm, I'm of a, a Rangers, um, Rangers persuasion, shall we say, but when it comes to like great tackles in old firms, like, is it was it? Sim, uh, I can't pronounce the name. Was it Sim, Simon Simon Simonovic
3: on, on. on
0: Kenny Miller mm. sent him uh, flying in the air. Yeah. It was a good <laughs> was a great tackle. tackle was. He won the ball, but he sent him like about four foot in the air, like, and you kind of went good derby. Okay. Like going to be one of them. <laughs> great, here, here we go, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I so uh, yeah, i'm nah, nah, not enough. I don't like cuddles. And, <laughs> Roy Keane will always, always, always uh, be a good moment on Sky TV. He got Gary Neville this this week as well. I don't know if anyone's seen it, but he asked, uh, they were talking about something at starting 11 and stuff like that. And Roy Keane was saying, you know, like I know the chopping changed players and it's a bit of a different game. He's like, but I want to say to the manager and play so well in training every week that you can't drop us. I'm part of this team. And to be fair, Roy Keane, he was. And then Gary Neville like kind of piped up and was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like I was the same, I, or something like that. And I played every game at right back. And Roy Keane was like, we didn't have another right back. And he just like killed him, just destroyed him. And, and Gary Neville still has that fear factor. Like he's looking at his captain. And that's like, that's why Roy Keane's great. But, um, uh, who's your, mom? what's your moment of the week, Jack?
1: Um, I think it's just just today on Twitter with a uh, little bit of a spat about Jimmy Carriger and Lord Sugar. I don't know if you've seen that. Lord Sugar's it's apparently uh, tweeted, rest in peace, Gerard Hooley or something like that along those lines. And But he's also used it as the same kind of way to give a dig to um, Piers Morgan, who he's obviously had disputes with in the past and... Um, I think Jimmy Carrick's just basically called him out. I think he's called him an absolute wanker or something or a fucking idiot or something along those lines. So yeah, any anyone that has a quote, people like uh, Lord Sugar and morons like that, I think, are uh, get my vote.
0: I like Jimmy Carragher as well. He's another he's another good move as a pundit. Like no no one's better than Michael Richards for me, just because his laugh just works. Um uh, Michael Richards is just great in that sense. But I think Car- yeah, I like I, Jimmy Carragher.
1: I like I like Carragher when he when he, get, when he gets so high-pitched, though, and he's like, I just can't understand it. What happens? What happens? To the stop of the VR? Come on, come on. Just <laughs> how high-pitched he gets. It's so funny.
2: You can't do it. You just can't do it. <laughs> there, he scares my dogs. That's the trouble. Is, that why, gets it co- like that. Is that why he comes <laughs> on the podcast? It's
0: like it's, <laughs> G- it's Gerard, isn't it? Gerard does the same thing. He's like, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ian, who's yeah. here? <laughs> What's your
2: moment of the week? Um, uh, well, I do have a Scottish football moment of the week. Yeah. Um yes I do. Mm-hmm. I have a Scottish football Twitter moment of of the week cuz um the you know the best thing about Scottish football is just the total randomness of some of the stuff that that goes on. And um and for this one for me, so um Clyde played Falkirk at the weekend. Yep. Um Falkirk won 3-0. Um Clyde play um I think I'm right, it's Broadwood, isn't it? Um I've not been there, so I don't know what what, what uh the the grounds like, but I mean um you know in Scottish Lower League football um grounds are Pretty poor generally yours, or there can be uh is you know, the word speed. you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so um it it was something like um so Volkirk tweeted in the first half it was something like there was a break of play because one of one of their players had to go and fetch the ball back from under a tractor. Oh, I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And then the West Ham West fan tweeted them back at Falkirk and said, what was it they said? They said, um, oh, like it, oh, pub football, like rubbish football or something like that. Yeah. Like, and then Falkirk tweeted back and they said, um, I'd rather, <laughs> would rather, would rather a tractor than like, oh, they said something and they basically like, they said Farmers League. That was it. The West Ham yeah. fan replied to Farmers League. And then Falkirk replied and said, rather a tractor than a running track, which is just <laughs> <laughs> superb.
2: Point. Yeah.
0: Absolutely bang on. Yeah. And like I I have it, I do like to talk about Scottish football and do like to have a laugh, but I would not like football half as much this year if it wasn't for Scottish football. Like I've loved being back with it because it's just sometimes brilliant, sometimes hilarious. And um, I've got a Scottish football moment of the weekend and I Uh I think this is going to surprise a lot of people Um, I'm going to discuss Alfredo Morelos however we're not going to discuss his elbow it was an elbow it was definitely an elbow but has anybody noticed he's had an actual haircut (laughs) he's shaved the other side of his head now he's still got a little squiggly bit down the side did anyone, actually, whilst we're on it right? I'm going on a tangent, here we go so someone tweeted a photo of, like, Alfredo Morelos's, like, mom, but it turned out it was, like, his auntie or something like that. And <laughs> someone was like, bloody hell, like, Alfredo Morelos's mom, I think it turned out to be his auntie, but I thought it was his mom, Alfredo Morelos's mom looks more like Alfredo Morelos than Alfredo Morelos does. And, <laughs> it, like, she really does. And then someone replied saying more Relis, and I thought it was just brilliant. Like more or less, like mom Marty. are we getting it? We get it? Yeah, it's fine. You maybe didn't get it. I thought it was great. I thought it was superb. Um but Alfred and is a, a Scottish football moment of every week, isn't he? What did uh, what did everyone make of Stephen Gerrard saying it wasn't an elbow? Uh
1: I think it's just getting to the point whereby you defend players just because they're your players, you know what I mean? Like someone could bring an iPhone or something, or, or shoot someone or someone and be like, Yeah, but you know what I mean? The referees in this game, you can't get away with anything. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, at what point do you sound so farcical when you defend your player rather than just them coming out going, Yeah, he did him with an elbow, I'll have a word in the moment. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, Come on, get real. But
0: would you, I know, and obviously, as a someone with Celtic persuasion, uh, you probably would, but I'll maybe chuck this at Scott, who's a Motherwell fan, or Ian, or both of you at the same time. Um, would you change Alfredo Morelos or do you think you lose Alfredo Morelos if you try and change him? I'll check that to you first, Scott.
3: Uh, I think Morelos is a great player. I yes. really do. Um, and even this year, I know he's sort of He's not getting as many goals, but I don't. Obviously, I I don't watch Rangers every week, but when when I see them, it seems that he's playing a bit of a different role now. He's maybe playing a wee bit further back, so he's bringing other people into the game rather than last year and maybe the years before he was the kind of focal striker. So, um, I think there's definitely a great player in there, but obviously, you know, I think it's kind of his his temper. I mean, I was just before we came on, I was reading the, um, I can't remember. It was one of the pundits. Up here was just saying how that Dundee United player, like that was was inevitable that that would happen because he crunched him in the first couple of minutes. He said, and if you do that to Morelos, then that's him for the rest of the game. And obviously, I think the, the worrying thing for Gerard is that kind of incident when there's there's no need for it. I, I think it's going to the compliance officer now. You know, so if he gets a ban for that, there's potential. If it's a three match ban, I'm not hundred percent sure, but there could be potential that he could miss the Old Firm game. There might be three games just between now and then, but it depends when the ban starts. So, for something that you don't need, when you're 13 points clear, Celtic have won nine in a row. They're kind of cantering towards the league at the moment. They're in the, the Betfred kind of semi-finals. You know, it just needs to, to calm himself down. But, you know, I, I think he's a great player, and I hate playing against him. So... Um, He's not scored for a few weeks, but uh, if he's wanting a tip, then get him on to score against Motherwell on Sunday. Because you know, if anybody's needing a goal or whatever, then that's your man. That's your time.
0: No, I'm 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 backing Dick to keep him out because I I asked Dick in the podcast almost jokingly, are we going to qualify? And he went, yeah, no bother at all, mate. I'm going to look after Harlan because we all thought it was no way at the time. And lo and behold, I've got to replay of that the night that Scotland qualified. Um, so I'm I'm going to back. I'm going to back to deck to keep him quiet, because I like Dick. I do uh, like Dick. He's a nice well lad. Well seen
3: you have not seen us for the last few weeks then. Evidently <laughs> not.
0: Evidently not. I get quite defensive of him, um, even though I've never watched it, so I feel like I can't reply. I'm just like, you leave him alone. He's a nice uh, lad.
3: But, uh, um, I guess he's a good, good kid.
0: He's a good kid. Um, Ian, what do you think of Morales? Do you think if you take out Morales's evidently, madly aggressive, violent streak that he seems to have monthly, you you lose
2: him as a player? Um, I just wonder if um, if actually that's holding him back a bit, you know. Um, if I'm honest, I'm surprised in some ways he's still at Rangers. I thought he maybe would have been, yeah. you know, snapped up a while ago. Um, but I do wonder if if other teams are just thinking, you know, your temperament. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, lots of other players have you know have a similar temperament temperaments and play at, a, you know, a really good level, so, um, I don't know, I think that's who he is, and um, probably, you know, would would you want to change that? No, you know, he's... That, yeah, oh, after, that's what I mean. Actually, he's got that fiery nature that suits their Scottish football really well, um, so... No, I just leave him as he is. I think, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. This part, this yeah. part of the,
2: I don't want to see anyone.
0: Like it sounds like I'm promoting him elbowing people and whatnot, which I'm really not. But um, I can, I, th- I think Rangers fans over the weekend kind of got a bit frustrated with it because it obviously impacted. You know, as Scott said, you're coasting towards the league. You don't need any sort of controversy, and Rangers and Celtic both come with a level of controversy, no matter what. Morales <laughs> kind of stoked it a little bit, but there is a part of me. And not just because I'm enjoying writing about you know stuff like Morelos and it gives me something to write about. But I, I quite like that Morales is that guy, like and he's kind of that football's like excitement sometimes. I'm like, oh, what's he gonna do? I wish he'd score in an old firm for God's sake. Um I wish he'd just get it yeah. over with.
1: I was just gonna say, he's saying he might be banned for selling game, it doesn't matter, he doesn't turn up against Cellic anyway, does he? So it doesn't make yeah, a difference.
0: True. Depend of Celtic defensive <laughs> Depends Celtic turn up this time though, no, didn't it? Jack? <laughs> no, <laughs> well, done the <laughs> no. Three by my collection. Although there was the win, I suppose. Um so g- goal or strike of the week is is the last one we're gonna go with, and then we're gonna say tatty bye to everyone. Um you can't say Morales' elbow is strike of the week because although it was a beauty. You can't uh, we've we've covered that. So I'll, I'll come to you first, Scott. What was your strike of the week?
3: Uh, I think I'm a, possibly have Nick Jules. but I'm gonna say uh, Tavernier's free kick.
0: You've it, uh, against it, but it's
3: fine. Sunday United, you know, I mean, as I say, I, I probably sounded a bit like a Rangers fan talking to my like Maria Lawson to have three kick. I genuinely don't care about any of the two of them, but uh, certainly, I mean, to be fair, if Muller had scored a goal that went in off Sunday's backside that weekend, I would have picked that <laughs> if it was a, a winner or a draw, but uh, not a D, So, I mean, that was what 20, 28, 30 yards out, maybe.
0: Thirty over thirty-five, apparently, but I don't Top think it was bag. that I mean,
3: far. I the, the technique on that was just—you know—see if that was Messi or Ronaldo that done that. It would be in every TV show in the world, you know, hitting a, a kind of ball at like that. So, I'm going to go for for Tav, and hopefully, I'll never need to pick a Rangers one ever again for for goal of the week. Certainly not this week coming with
0: with Tav. I was thinking about this, and they were discussing it. Kind of, I can't—I think it was um. I think it was an open goal. I could be wrong, um, but they talk- it was. I think it was Andy Halliday who was talking about it, and they're talking about how, I mean, Tvernier's form is ridiculous, like 17 goals from right back, and I know some of them are penalty, but here, like 12 assists to go with it. He's like, his form's ridiculous. He's, he's on course to probably win the, the Player of the Year in, in the Scottish Premiership. And a few people have talked about him coming to England and, and being in the Premiership. And I think he'd fit into the Premiership, no bother he's A total modern-day right-back. that gets up and down, great quality, great delivery, good size. And I can completely understand the links to it. But I don't think he'll go anywhere until he's won a league. I don't think you'd say it ranges that long until you've won something. Do you think there's any chance that he could get picked up in January by a Premier League club? Or do you think he would turn it down even if they got a ridiculous bid?
3: eh uh... I don't know because the reason I say that is because obviously Dave King's selling his uh, major shareholding. Yeah, and he, I'd seen him on the the news last week or the week before, and he had kind of said that, you know, given the coronavirus and every club's the same, you know, just now I think he'd said that Rangers kind of have to sell, so there will be a turnover of players in the uh, in the, the summer at least. So if if a bid came in and it, you know suited them and um it was decent enough for, for him as well then. I think he, he might just go. Uh, he could be coaxed into going, but whether or not that would mean he would really particularly want to go then, I'm not sure, but it's like every other club in Scotland. You know, we are getting to that point where Celtic and Rangers now are selling clubs as well. You know, players are coming in and they're having to move on. So uh, I think he possibly would if a, a decent bid came in for him.
0: He's definitely on the camp, I mean. The question of could he do it in the Premier League, I've, I've got no doubt about it. I think he's been I think he's been consistent for a long time. I think that we're just starting to click on how good he actually is. Um, but, Jack, what, what was your strike of the week?
1: Well, um, if we're going just overall, I liked um, El Nennys against that Irish team. It was bulk um the other day. I don't know if any of you saw it, they, um, I think they made hard work of it. Arsenal, I think they did win, but I think it was something like four-two or four-three or something like yeah. that. But yeah, it was a good goal, stayed up from the left-hand side. It's kind of someone who had gone on a bit of a run and knocked it in from the edge of the area, and he just pinged it topped in from about thirty yards. Um, I mean, you have to take into account the opposition as well. But yeah, I thought that was the best goal. But a little bit biased. I like Jack Diamonds on Saturday as well. I thought that was a very nice finish. A mature finish as well from someone who's only a young lad. But the composure is shown. I mean, how many players in that position would have probably smashed at it? But he yeah. got the ball and he just angled it lovely. And his body, top uh, top corner, entered across from the keeper's side mm. and, and in the top corner. Really good finish that. I like that as well.
0: But McGee as well. I mean, so, like...
1: Yeah, I'll give give a bit to um, Jack Diamond as well.
0: Geeds like running through. I've called him Geeds. Oh, McGeady, McGeady, yeah. um, a- a- Aiden, my pal Aiden. Um, but he was when he ran through, I was like, he's shooting, he's shooting, he's gonna bang it in here, and he passed it, and I was like, oh, fair enough. Um, but it was a cracking finish. I am absolutely with you on that. Gorgeous. My, my goal of the week, yeah, Tav. I, I don't need to say anything more. You've all seen it. It's an absolute screamer. Um, Ian, what's your goal of the week?
2: Uh, well, I was, yeah. Well, we've just actually spoken about it. I was going to go for Jack Tymon. So, yeah. Yeah, but
3: more okay. still about um,
2: Because um, even at 2-0, and we were pretty dominant, you know, apart from sort of the first 10 minutes and that first half, you know, we were you know, we were the top team. You know, we were already 2-0, but even at sort of 2-0, it's like, hmm. You know, you know, you've got all those doubts still in your head. Oh, you know, Lincoln will come back and they'll, you know, they'll, uh, you know, they'll get a draw and such like. So, you know, quality goal. You know, the pass was excellent. You know, the finish again. You know, you know, really good. But you know, to make it three nil just before half time, it's like the yeah, team, we're man. not going to lose this one, are we? So yeah, my favorite thing that, the entire
0: week though, if we're on Sunderland, before I let you go. George Dobson's back. Got to see George Dobson for 20 minutes and um if double's happy I'm happy and on that note lads thank you very much. Cheers.
1: Cheers lads.
0: Cheers thank you very much. Oh.